0: Welcome to Figuring Out 30. I'm Bridget Hustway, and on this podcast, we explore the chaos, confusion, and clarity that comes with turning 30. And on Monday, I turned 32. Yeah, two years into this new decade of my life. I'm feeling good about it. Am I feeling good? I actually feel really sick right now. (laughs) I highly recommend not having your birthday the same weekend as Easter because, yeah, there is too much fucking chocolate going around and I don't know my limits or rather I do know my limit but I just choose to ignore it but yeah I don't feel ill it's funny I don't feel ill from drinking or anything I just legit feel so sick from the amount of chocolate that was consumed over the weekend but it was a really lovely weekend it's actually been a really lovely week leading up to my 30 second birthday I got to do so many things um, so many fun things like I attended a meeting with Garnier at their head office in Melbourne I'm hosting an event for them in Sydney next week and I'm so excited like being able to work with brands is obviously a new thing for me this year but it's so cool when you get to work with brands that you genuinely love and Garnier is a brand that you know I grew up with like we all remember the, the fructose shampoos, I was a big fan of their body tonic, which I don't think they actually sell in Australia anymore, which is so tragic. But um yeah, now Garnier are like in on the serum game. They've got f- hair food masks and, you know, sheet face masks and the micella water, which is so popular. um Yeah. So I went into their head office. They gave me heaps of awesome products to try. And I just, yeah, can't believe I get to be part of a, a Garnier event next week, doing a bit of MCing, So that will be fun. I also attended the Goddess Exhibition Launch at ACMI. So that's the Australian Centre of Moving Image. And I went with my friends Dean and Cam. It was a very glitzy night. Everyone was proper dressed up, like suits and dresses and stuff. I wore this dark green ruffle one-shoulder dress from Rue Collective. It kind of gave me like folklore vibes. It was, yeah, a dress that I probably wouldn't typically go for but I tried it on and I was like yeah this could work. Gina Davis was there too you know from Thelma and Louise she was there to launch the exhibition and it's just a really I highly recommend going to check it out if you're around Melbourne go into the ACMI the goddess exhibition it's like a gorgeous display of never before seen costumes there's original sketches um newspaper magazine clippings interactive experiences and there's also a bunch of iconic uh, outfits like they've actually got outfits that Marilyn Monroe wore and Margot Robbie it's just a really cool celebration of women in film who have essentially defied and like rebelled against a system that has tried to exploit them so a very inspiring display loved checking it out another cool thing I did was attended dinner by Laura Henshaw and Tom Organic Laura one of the co-founders of Keep It Cleaner and she's the ambassador for Tom organic so they have this really great organic period care range and that night was so fun like just being in a really lovely room of people and talking about period care just having nice honest frank conversations about yeah navigating periods living healthy lives with periods and just having a nice mingle. I was so excited. I got to meet Georgia Grace. So I've interviewed her before at Triple J. She's a sex and relationship practitioner, um, someone that I'd highly recommend following. So it was just a really wholesome kind of gathering. And what else? We go to Good Friday. Oh yeah, Good Friday was on the project. So another fun field trip into Channel 10. I love love working on the project. The whole crew is so fun. Like the hair and makeup girls are always a hoot and the producers are really nice. The panel and the crew on set. So that was my Friday. And Saturday, Oscar and I went to Nong Estate Winery. So that winery, Nong Estate, I think it is actually the closest winery to Melbourne. Like it's a proper winery, big, big estate. You feel like you are you know, I guess kind of out in the country, but not really. Like it's not even half an hour from Melbourne. It's in Mickleham. So yeah, I've been there once before. I really wanted to head back out there. they got Gorgeous views of fields and paddocks and their wine's really good and the food. So we ate there and did a wine testing. And then after that, we we went and watched um, planes. (laughs) We went plane watching. I love watching planes. When I lived in Sydney in 2018, I would literally just walk to Sydenham Station and stand on the corner to watch the planes go over. Um, I don't know. I just like have a real fascination. And there's this car park area near melbourne airport where i think a lot of people park to wait to pick up people but you can also just park and watch the planes come in and they go right over your car and there's even like an airport food van you can buy like kebabs or jam donuts and ice cream and stuff it's like a full proper legit area so i was really excited to go back out there it's been a while since i've done some good old plane watching and oscar's got like a sunroof in his car so it was perfect (laughs) on Sunday, we went to Essendon and GWS, We went to that match at Marvel. Um, One of Oscar's friends, Setters, he used to play with Oscar at Carlton, but then Setters got traded to Essendon and he's playing so well. So we went to go uh, cheer him on and got one of his badges and then we ended up having dinner with with him and his family after at a pub, which was quite cute. And then Monday, of course, was my birthday, Easter Monday. I had a little brunch with... Um, Some of my friends from Triple J and they gave me the best present, like literally no me to a T. I got my favorite chocolate, which is Panna Organic Fig. What is it? Wild Fig and Wild Orange. It's so yum and bulk tea, bulk tea bags. And they also got me a voucher to Bear Bronze Studio in Mooney Ponds. There's also one in South Yarra. It's like 24-7 spray tanning and it's like a self-serve one. I have been using it quite frequently which, you know, I think is a healthy addiction. Oh, is it an addiction? Could be an addiction. But, you know, I'm not going out to the sun to like fry my skin. I'm just opting for a spray tan when I have like an event or something. But it's just so convenient because it's 24-7 and it's not staffed 24 hours. Like when you get your confirmation, you get a code and stuff to let yourself in. But it's just so convenient because, you know, there's been times where, I'm like, oh, I need to book a tan, but I'm not sure what time yet. I can literally book it like half an hour in advance and, you know, just go get it. Like it's, it can be an instant thing. There's always really great availability. So yeah, can't wait to use my little spray tan voucher, but that was the week leading up to 32. And for this episode, I thought I'd share a list of things that I have realized. And this is just like a silly little list, but it's also very legit. It's literally just random things that I jotted in my notepad of like things I've realized at 32. So let me take you through it. The first one is, I feel like this one was the first that came to mind and it's something that I've touched on a few times, but one thing I've realized at the age of 32 is that I thought I would have children by now, but I don't. And I'm so okay with that. Like naturally at this age, it pops up quite a lot. And I think of my mum. you know, she had four kids under four when she was 32 and I just don't, I don't, I don't have a maternal bone in my body right now. And I actually think it's a really good thing, especially in the context of my relationship with Oscar, because there's a five-year gap. I don't have a partner pushing me for kids right now. So it's perfect for me. And I'm also new to this freelance life, like talking, you know, about work. I really want to find and solidify a good rhythm with my work and what I'm doing. And having a baby is just not something that I want to fit into that equation right now like I don't really get weird or offended when people ask me about kids and I'm not honestly not asked that often but I just want all my energy you know spent on me at the moment and I think that's okay like I had this conversation with Phoebe Simmons the other week about caregiving and being a mom and stuff and yeah I just like I don't want to even say that it's selfish of me to think that way but I just want to focus on me right now so Kids is definitely, I think, something that I do want in the future, but just not right now. And that's cool. Another thing I've realized at the age of 32 is that I cannot bear the thought of living in a share house again. No fucking way. Wow. So I haven't been in a share house since 2018. So that was a share house of four people in Sydney. And since that time, I lived with my ex for two years. Then I lived with myself myself, by myself for just over 18 months. And now Oscar and I live together. And I don't know, I think I'm just such a, such an introvert at heart and at home. Like I really like keeping to myself and having my own space. And I totally recognize some people have no choice, you know, but to live in a share house because the cost of living is so cooked at the moment. But I don't know, I just don't think I could do it again if I had to. Just some of the things, right? Like I fucking despise share house fridges and how full and filthy and smelly they get. And when housemates like leave food in there for ages, like that does my head in and dirty microwaves. And I remember like my first time living out of home was in student accommodation. So I was in an apartment of four and I had a housemate who I shared one of the bathrooms with. And her hair would constantly block the shower, like the drain, and she would never clean it. And it was always me cleaning it and I'd frigging gag at it. Like just those kinds of things, I can't, I can't. do it. And for someone who's got a pretty outgoing social job, I kind of also just hate people at the same time, which is probably really funny. But yeah, I just treat home as my retreat and it's for me and it's for Daisy and it's for Oscar and no more people. Something else I have realized at 32 that it is really hard to find people to travel with. I am like really hung up on this one. And I don't know if I'm the only one that feels this way, but yeah, traveling with friends, right? Look, there are friends that you wouldn't travel with and there are friends that you know that you could travel with. It's the same kind of thing as living with friends, right? But I just feel this has become more evident as I've gotten older that it is really It's really hard to find friends who will go on a trip with you and it comes down to so many things like different work commitments and financial limits and financial responsibilities. Like a lot of my friends now do have mortgages or kids to look after, Um, you know, friends who just haven't friends who have been where you want to go and don't want to do that again. Even with Oscar, like we're planning a trip for November And I think it'll be Fiji. But like, if I wanted to do a European summer with him, I couldn't because he plays footy throughout the year. So that that's what I'm kind of struggling with. Like, I want to do so much more travel. I think COVID made me really realize how much more I want to do in terms of like seeing the world. Because when we were in lockdown, all I could think of was like, man, I know that I was in a fair bit of debt in my 20s, and you know, chucked a lot of things on my credit card for trips, but no regrets because I have those memories and those experiences that I will never regret and yeah that I really appreciated that during COVID and lockdowns because I was thinking of all the people who were being robbed of those experiences like people leaving school and uni and early 20s like those times where you should be really embracing adventures like that and even as a former travel agent like I used to work at flight center and student flights so you always had a trip planned and if you went. Like you wouldn't go more than a couple of months without a holiday plan because it was part of your job. But yeah, I've really had the travel bug and I've got it again. Like there's so much more traveling that I, that I want to do before I settle down, I guess. And I've done the solo thing before. I've done it a few times and I've done Kentucky and Top Deck and all that. There's just places that I want to go to that I don't want to go to solo. So That's a hard thing. I mean, if any of my friends are listening and want to travel with me, (laughs) hit me up, like maybe we could work something out. But yeah, I think I'm finding it harder to find people to travel with at this age. Okay, also on my list of things I have realized at 32 is pink. The color pink is still my favorite color, but green suits me really well. (laughs) This is just like a silly little, like I don't have much to expand on here. I just, just still love wearing pink and wasn't mad on green growing up, but yeah, actually looks really good on me. So I'll take it. This one is a bit trivial, but it's also really serious. I still don't know how to do my hair and makeup for the life of me. And I cannot go beyond, it was in high school, right? You, your makeup routine would just be foundation, bronzer, mascara. That's all you'd wear. And I have like cool eyeshadow palettes. I have no idea what to do with them. Eyeliner, I can never quite nail. Blush, I don't even know really where it goes. Eyelashes, I would love to be able to apply eyelashes, I'm not confident enough, I'm not skilled enough. If anyone's got any good, easy to follow, foolproof tutorials on hair and makeup, please share because I want to be able to do like a snatch fun face. And I have watched some tutorials, but I just haven't found the one that's like worked for me. I feel like such a basic bitch with my makeup. And same for hair. Like I recently got the beach waver, which is like a curling iron that rotates for you. Like you put your hair and press a button and it spins for you. It's definitely made it easier, but I haven't 100% crushed it. But this is... This is an important one. I want to know how to do my hair and makeup properly. I'm 32. I should know this by now. Next on the list is my poop stool. My poop stool is the freaking goat, okay? The toilet footstool. That is what I'm talking about. I told you this list is quite varied and random. Um, These are just things that have popped up, but the poop stool was one of the first that came to mind. It is essentially, if you're not aware, it's like, it's literally a stool that you put under your toilet and it helps lift your legs and kind of gives you more of a squatting posture when you do a poop. And like, to be frank, I've talked about it before, love normalizing this kind of stuff. Painful poops is a common symptom of my endometriosis. So yeah, she delicate, but the stool, man, I've had it for a few years and it just makes pooping so much more comfortable. Like I really noticed a difference when I am on the toilet somewhere else that is not my home and I don't have a stool. I can tell the difference. And I know these conversations, like there's, there's stigma attached, like it's gross. Or we even tend to associate stools, like poopy stools, with old people. But no, this can happen to anyone at any age. So let's normalize poop stools. All right. And finally, on my list of things that I have realized at the age of 32 is that I am still scared of surf shops and the weights area at the gym. Like, I don't think this will ever change. Surf shops will always scare me. They intimidated me as a kid. I've never felt cool enough to go in or work there. And I don't know, even at the age of 32, I still get the same kind of anxiety when I see like an osmosis or a skin-skin surf, like those kinds of shops. What makes it worse is like if you do go into these shops and there are people there working that are younger than you, does anyone else hate this? And they're like calling you babe and doll I'm like oh my god I'm so much older than you like I could be your auntie I cannot be called these things and I I should not even be in here I don't know these shops still intimidate the fuck out of me and yeah the weights area at the gym I know everyone is focused on themselves at the gym but I still just can't do it I can't do it I think I did it actually when I was at Fernwood like an all-women's gym but that fear of like getting on a machine and doing it wrong or something breaking, or doing like free weights, freehand weights. Is that what you call them? I don't even know. Like when you don't need a machine and you're just holding dumbbells or whatever. Like if you fall and make a mistake, like you look clumsy. That is my biggest fear. And the guys still intimidate me at the gym. I even avoid peak times. Like I do make sure I go to the gym at quiet times, but I'm still too scared to stray from like the group room and the cardio room to the weights area. I can't do it. I can't do it. So there you go. It's just a silly little list of silly little things that I have realized at 32. I don't feel 32. I still feel like I'm 27, but I am already loving this year sick and have already formed so many core memes. There's truly been too many highlights, and it's only April, so bring on the rest of 2023. Um, in terms of this podcast, I've got some really great conversations coming up that you will be hearing. I always love having just, you know, a one-on-one conversation and just me on the mic, but I also really love engaging in meaningful chats with other guests so coming up on figuring out 30 in the coming weeks you're going to hear an interview that honestly made me quite teary and I've never really cried or got like extra emotional in a in a chat before but this this conversation that I had with Chloe Fisher you may listen to her on the Darling Shine podcast Um, we talk a lot about miscarriages, which is a topic that I've wanted to cover for so long. I've never experienced one myself, but I've had friends who have, and I've never talked about miscarriages with a friend until the age of 29. And I felt so stupid. Like I felt like I didn't know anything about them and I didn't know how to kind of address the topic. I didn't know how to talk about it. So yeah, I really wanted to um, get Chloe on and, and kind of pick her brain and hear her story. She's got some amazing insight to share. She's experienced multiple miscarriages um, and she's amazing for using her platform to speak out on fertility struggles and really help people who are going through the same things and just create awareness. So yeah, it was probably one of my favorite interviews that I've done ever. And I think it's because it just felt like a really natural conversation. She was so generous and kind. Um, So, yeah, Chloe Fisher will be on Figuring Out 30 in the coming weeks. I might drop that one next week, actually. And also my mate Jess Perkins, Perko, she came over and we chatted about weddings. So she's been to heaps of weddings. She's very popular, lots of friends. Lots of our friends are getting married at this age. Um, So we thought we'd just do a fun little conversation on weddings. (laughs) And it's from two unmarried people, but yeah, it's just a really lighthearted conversation about things that come up with weddings and our observations as guests. And yeah, just a bit of fun, bit of fun, you know? So that is all from me today. Bit of a brief one, but that's all right. You'll be getting some yeah longer conversations in the coming weeks. Thank you for listening. This is an independent project that is hosted and presented by me it's a one woman show i'm bridget Huswait. figuring out 30 has been created on the lands of the wawandri people of the kulin nation so i'd like to pay my respects to the traditional owners of this land if you like what you're hearing rate review like subscribe share it with your friends anyone that you think may benefit from hearing the pod um, and yeah i'll catch you next week bye planning for your next trip